0: Hello, everyone. My name is Ashley, and I've teamed up with The Kara Project to write this week's Bible study on the Two Debtors Parable. I want to take a few minutes and just discuss the building blocks of context, history, author, reading the passage, and applying it to our lives. The goal is to set the stage in what's going on outside the passage. And this is crucial in understanding and unpacking these biblical truths So as you open up engage God's Word, consider those five things, remember them, hold on to them, and let's dive in. First is context. Jesus was invited over to one of the Pharisees' homes. It's a man named Simon. Um, Inviting a teacher who travels like Jesus for dinner would be viewed as a great honor. Meals in which the participants reclined is indicative of a meal with a person of high social standing. Another person that we're introduced to in this parable in verse 37 is a woman in that town who it says she lived a sinful life. In other words, this woman had a reputation and it wasn't great. People knew who she was and it would have been in poor taste to associate with a woman like this. Another clue that we're given uh, that her hair was down. Culturally, it would have been inappropriate for a woman to have her hair down in public Respectable women had their hair up or like their heads covered, something like that. Historically, only servants or individuals of low rank would normally wash feet, but all good hosts would supply water for their guests of honor to wash their feet. Jesus addressed and exposed Simon's inhospitality for what it was. It was rude and demeaning. Greeting a teacher with a kiss and providing a guest oil for him to anoint his head were basic courtesies, which Simon denied his guest. An alabaster jar of ointment, which the woman had, is also significant here. In ancient Jewish culture, items like these are incredibly costly. The sort of ointment would come out of Egypt or somewhere else in the region and they were transported along trade routes. These were very difficult to transport because they were delicate. Uh, Some incense and perfumes, they would evaporate if they weren't stored properly. The author um, of the book is Luke. Um, He gives us an account of this biblical gospel story. He was a Gentile physician and a missionary companion of of Paul. Luke's account was constructed by interviewing and documenting eyewitness um, accounts, It was believed that Luke went around interviewing and constructing the gospel during one of the times that Paul was imprisoned uh, for sharing his faith. Um, He he wrote it during, um, I would say, they estimate maybe 60 to 80 AD. Luke presents Jesus as the Messiah, uh, the Lord whose life, death, and resurrection makes salvation available to all people everywhere. So when I'm reading a passage I focus on three questions. What is the text saying? What does the text mean? And how does this um, apply to my life or what does this mean to me? And to help answer these questions I I read through the passage entirely once and then I read through it a second time more slowly taking my time. It's helpful to try a couple different translations, um, and also diversifying those translations as well. You don't want to do a word-for-word and a word-for-word. That wouldn't be as helpful. Um, Try a word-for-word and a thought-for-thought, something like that. Um, So a word-for-word example, a literal translation would be a King James Version or a New American Standard Bible, an NASB. Uh, thought for thought, like a new international version uh, is a good one. A new living translation um, is also good. Paraphrase versions are also helpful. The message is a really good example. Focusing, focus on things that stand out to you. Um, so also you can integrate helpful resources like Vine's Dictionary and Strong's Concordance um, to help understand what exactly things mean for that time and in that specific culture. Um, The carproject.com is an excellent resource uh, under their content library, recommended resources. There are links to books if you like paper copies, or you can check out some of the free resources available on websites like blueletterbible.com is an excellent source. So as you move through the study, think about historical interpretation and application into your life. Jesus had a history of contrasting the Pharisees with sinners. In this story, we see a Pharisee who culturally was one that was considered a spiritual giant among the common people. They looked up to him, and yet he was reluctant to bestow honor and respect to the Son of God. We also see a sinful woman who expresses herself fully and freely in loving Jesus. Uh, She was rejected by that culture, and yet she got it. Um... She understood who Jesus was and what he came to do. Her outpouring of love for him is a natural response to the unearned, undeserved mercy and grace that Jesus extended freely. In verse 50, it sums up the theme of the story perfectly. Your faith has saved you. God's grace through faith is what saves us. And the understanding of that beautiful, beautiful truth results in an outpouring of love. I hope you enjoy connecting with Jesus through his words in the parable this week. Thanks for listening.